Hello, welcome to another episode of Cal's Questions in association with Ampersand Productions. I'm the titular Cal. I will be asking the titular questions. And uh, as always, I'm joined by Paul uh, of Ampersand Productions, the owner-creator of Ampersand Productions. Uh, yes, hello, Paul. How are you doing, first of all? Hello, I'm doing very well. It is a Wednesday evening where we are recording this. I've just had dab and egg and chips made by my wonderful wife, and it was very nice. So uh, I'm, pr- I'm pretty good, yeah. Nice. And... Jealous. Ooh, and that jealous voice you can hear there, that is Antonia Shaw, our guest for today. Uh, yes, hello, Tony. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. That was so weird. You're calling me by my full name. That was yes. a trip. This is a different vibe to Homebrew Havoc. You see, we, uh, we do things slightly more formal here, but not really. So, yeah, hey, but th- thanks for dropping in. Um, but yeah, I j- just, I'll give you a, if it's all right with you, just going to tell the people listening and or watching this uh, about you. We know you quite well as we play with you on Homebrew Havoc and you are Cadis, and we love yeah. playing with you. You're a fantastic role player uh, and business owner in Surefire Designs and creator of all sorts of things. Yeah, you're a top, top person, and thank you uh, for getting involved in everything that uh, we're doing. And, um, yeah, in your own words, tell us about yourself then. Uh, I'm cool. That <laughs> um, that's it. No, Good. I, right. Well, that's the end of Cal's questions. Thank you for joining yeah. us. That's all you need today. <laughs> um, yeah. No. So I'm. So yeah. My name's Tony, as Cal has said, um, and I am also known as Surefire Designs, where you can find me pretty much everywhere. Um, and I create like D and D merch, I guess, mugs, t-shirts, stickers, badges. Uh, not just D and D. I've got other sort of pop culture stuff on there as well. Um, I'm also part of Roll the Damn Dice as well as Homebrew Havoc. Um, yeah, awesome. And I play Cadis. You <laughs> do indeed, and we were a big fan of Cadis. And also, I just like to say, if you're watching this, I've got one of Tony's t-shirts on, and I love oh, it. Yay. I wear it. I wear it so much. I absolutely love it. It's such a cool oh design. Oh my god! And... I love that t-shirt. I've got. I've got the one with the flaming. The flames. Yeah, big. Big fan, and all, all your designs are really great as well. Um, and on that, then, I mean, it's it's. How do you come up with those designs that you have for them? Because I've seen the um, the TTRPG one. I think uh, I've seen quite a lot of positive responses to it on social media and things like that. So, how do you come up with these sort of designs? Some, it's a mixture of different things. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. A lot of my designs come from me um, waking up randomly at two o'clock in the morning and being like, "Oh my god." I hope I remember that when I wake up uh, <laughs> later. Um, um, yeah, so that's one way. That's the main way. But then sometimes, I'm sorry, I just realised my laptop's not plugged in. That's why I'm making some noises just there. Don't want that like, <laughs> interview because that would have been really bad. Um, anyway, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, so that's one way. But sometimes I just kind of just sit there and go, I feel like I should make something. I should design something. And then I just try and like, force my brain to come up with uh, something um yeah what's it like being yeah go on i'm currently working on something at the moment there is i've have just put a little sneak peek of that on my instagram uh designs earlier today but as i've got the stickers right next to me here i'm gonna give you guys like a proper little sneak preview of some stuff yeah do it um so uh 
Look at that. Albert Apparel. Um, so yeah, I've got some stickers, as you can see. Um, and then I've got some other little bits of that coming out soon, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, for for people uh, only listening to this rather than watching, that was a very awesome owlbear sticker, and I will be getting that for sure because I am an owlbear fan. Um, yeah, um, what's your um, Etsy store, uh, Tony? Because if anyone wants to take a look at that now, open up a new tab on your browser and go and take a look whilst listening to this fantastic podcast. Um, it is Surefire Designs. Uh, sure spelt S-H-A-W because that is my last name and I love puns. Um, so yes, that's, that's how you'll find me, uh, on it. Is that a pun? Surefire. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it yeah. is a pun. Yeah. Thank I you. Know. I never realised. I thought so, just thought it was like fire designs and then your first name, uh, your last name, sorry. So I was like, yeah, sure, fire designs, that makes sense. But it's not. That's the thing. I never realised. I mean, it, it works both ways because my designs are fire, but, um. Oh yeah. yeah. Stuff. Stuff is great. So that's where, that's where my mind went, but it makes more sense now. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, I, I encourage everyone to go and check that out. And on the, because um, I mean, from what I've seen of you, it's it's there's a lot of TTRPG influenced um, uh, ideas that go into your designs and um, your merchandise. What what was it that got you into TTRPGs in the first place? Ooh. Uh, that is a good question. So um, I've always liked the idea of doing it. I didn't really kind of know what the game was at all. I knew that it was like very fantasy based and very kind of improv improvisational. Just D&D um, now? Like D&D, &D, yeah. Yeah. Specifically. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I'm not, I haven't actually played any other systems. Uh, I want to at some point, but um, yeah, D&D &D is kind of the one I, I know. Um so yeah, it was. I was. I didn't really know much about it. I just knew that it was kind of very fantasy based, and I love that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, and I know there was some of my, me and some of my friends at school when we were going into sixth form were like, we should do some D and D when we're in sixth form. We get like free periods. We should play D and D. This would be great. And then it never happened because um, uh, that's always the case. Uh, and then I was on holiday with that same group of friends a few years later, just before we started uni. And my friend was like, well, I've brought a couple of really short one-shots and some pre-made characters do you guys want to play and everyone's like yes that sounds brilliant so my first ever character that i played was a dragonborn warlock um but because we didn't have a, enough we didn't have enough characters per people so both me and my friend played the same dragonborn warlock um but that was fine. We just, we just role played it. We just pretended we were twins. So we were just sort of, we rolled with it. Um, yeah. And then I kind of didn't really get back into it again for another couple of years. And then my friend, Paul, not Paul Ampersand, Paul Avery, who I went to university with actually, started doing this podcast called mm. Roll Down Dice, which was a D&D &D actual play podcast. And I was like, well, I'll listen to this because I quite like D&D &D and I want to support my friends and stuff. Um, so yeah, I was giving that a listen and then I kind of, we kind of finished uni and stuff, both did film and he said, Hey, we're looking for somebody to try and do some like social media stuff for us. Cause it's quite difficult to just burst cast and then be like producing it as well. We kind of need someone to sort of outside to do it. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. I'd, I'd happily do it. Um, 
and yeah, and sort of as things have evolved, I've kind of become more and more of a kind of cast member on air on there as well. So I've had a couple of little guest spots. I was on a one shot that we did uh just this Sunday gone, which was a lot of fun. Um and yeah. That's so cool. And then awesome. I got invited to do Homebrew Havoc as well, which has been really cool because that's been my first like proper like campaign as well, like full campaign as well, which has been like yeah. you were you were I mean from the way you role play, honestly it seems like you've been doing it for years and years, genuinely. Like, it, it, it's so, it just seems really easy for you, which <laughs> is, it's, it, I don't know, you, you just got into character so well and the accent work and everything. And, um, yeah, I'm, it's really impressive. If, if you haven't really done it for that long, I mean, that's great. I mean, yeah, that, that's incredible. I mean, Paul, you're the DM for, for Tony. I mean, what, what have you got to say? Yeah. I absolutely agree. To learn that this is your first proper campaign that you've been in and to see, I was going to say, see how much you've grown, but we're really early in the campaign while recording this. When we've released it, we've probably finished. Um, but while recording this, um, you're a fantastic role player. You're 100% give yourself to the, the character, the universe, the world that I created. Whenever I've asked you to do things outside of the campaign, you'd be like, yes, want to do that. You created your entire family in like a day, so really well done in that. I think I've ruined your entire family, but we'll find out. <laughs> I think you have. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. It's my job. That's okay. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not prepared. An absolute stunning role player. The way that you bounce off of other characters, the way that you improvs just so fluidly with anything that I or fellow players throw at you. The fact that you've just told me now that it's your first campaign, I am blown away by that. So really, really impressive. Hey, look, I didn't know that either. And um, I, I mean, I saw saw you doing a guest spot on Roll the Damn Dice and uh, I thought you'd be a, a brilliant fit for it. I did not know that that was like, you know, you're only two years into playing and um, you would never have known that, like, with the way you are with role playing um but yeah absolute pleasure to have you along it's been an absolute blast long may it continue by the way let's yeah. keep homebrew i saw a post today which was like someone who's been playing the same campaign for 40 years that oh could be God. us i saw <laughs> that i saw that on facebook yeah and everyone in the comments was like how like what is this every two years you finished <laughs> like yeah. What are you doing for 40 years? I found that baffling. Yeah. Just a load of level 20 PCs running around the world just beating the shit out yeah. of people. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, sounds good to me. Let's do it. No problem. <laughs> also say, actually, thinking about it, since I've got two players here, um, and I'll post it on the Discord later, once we do the next episode, which I've been told is episode six, it will be yeah. my longest campaign. As a DM. Oh wow! Really? Sorry. Had fizzled out. I've had, I've had plans for long campaigns, and then they've just stopped for whatever reason. But yeah, episode six will be my longest campaign. Why you... two artifacts? Yeah. There's 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 a there's a lot to explore. I mean, yeah. And sorry, sorry, Tony. I'm going to have to jump to ask Paul a question here, which I don't think I've done. This is the first time in since we've been doing this that I've done that. But Paul, like, 
why do you think that is? Like, what what reason? Because you are a top top DM. You you do everything so well. So the first one, um, I think COVID stopped. Mm. Yeah. And the second one, we stopped for Christmas uh, last year, and I'm still waiting to start it back up. So I may have stopped that one. I'll admit. And then I think the third one, the players weren't vibing with what I was providing. Like, they just didn't want my style of DMing, which was perfectly fine. They were good players. It's just I wasn't the DM for them. So, mm. session zero, I obviously did, and we were fine. By the time the second session came along, I recognised that they weren't having fun with what I provided, and I wasn't having fun with how they were handling it, so we just parted ways. Similarly, we were fine, and that was it. Mm. So that's Sometimes it doesn't work, um, and I, I don't want to speak on behalf of Tony here. I, I think I hope Tony's going to nod. That um, I think that in terms of the group homebrew habit, Scott, I think it gels like really, really well. There's a there's a shake of the head from Tony. I can't believe it. Uh, a jokey shake of the head. I, I I absolutely love playing with this group. It's always it's always like so fun, um, and just like I think the detail. Because it kind of the the idea of it, obviously the story of of sort of homebrew havoc and what we're doing is like we're a group of people. We met at a museum. We went to find me to go and try and find all the artifacts, and that's kind of the the story, really, the real basic concept. But then over like the past three episodes, we've kind of forgotten about the artifacts completely, and we've gone and like almost dove into this world which for me personally has been really fun because I've been the center of attention for it's all really of it. Have. Um, <laughs> um, no because it's been like I've been really able to like explore um the character Cadis that I'm playing and really kind of have fun with that and think kind of what makes a tick why does she act like this certain way why does she sort of why is she kind of this very um, oh, I said not out there. Yeah, kind of out there, like very um, bravado, violent drugs. Yeah, violent drugs. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I was just trying to be nice about it, but no, that that is what she is. Um, but she's nice. She's a nice violent drunk. She's only violent when when need be, or if it's like you know part of the fighting pits, which is sport. So that's fine. Yeah. Um, like that's awesome. it's been able. To it's been really fun to like kind of think about it and then like spend sort of the week going by like even today I've like been thinking like ooh with Cadis should I do this ooh next time we level up do I want to maybe multi-class that's something I'm thinking potentially yeah. um okay no I've just I've had a signal from Paul to absolutely not do that so <laughs> it's just it's a it's a really cool thing and I think that is that tells Paul and me as well but t- tells Paul that if you're thinking about it outside and, you know, these ideas are popping in your head, that's a great sign that a campaign's going well and it's in, you're enjoying it. Um, so, yeah, Paul, take note there. It, it, just uh, as a side note, those ones that have uh, fizzled out or whatever, I I don't think you have to worry about that. I, 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 <laughs> I'm not self-conscious about it. It's never really put me in doubt that I'm a good DM or I have good ideas about how to be a good DM. And then this homebrew havoc group with you two, Ailey and Shiv, has really just cemented that. Every time we finish a session, I spend the next two hours giddy 
with excitement for the next one. Especially if yeah. you tried to get on a cliffhanger, which... I do like that. Perfect. Yeah, you do, don't you? Yes. Always a cliffhanger. Because it makes the viewers and you guys excited to come back. And I love the frustration on your faces when you go, No! I need more! Like, yeah, me too. But <laughs> we have to stop. Um, but yeah. yeah, absolutely love that feedback. I'm really pleased we think about it outside of the session. Because so do I. I'm obsessed with thinking it outside the session. My wife has to stop me from going crazy with plot hooks and just going, no, that's a bit too complicated. That's a nine-part plot hook. It's fine. You're good with what you're doing. Like, okay. Yeah. That, 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 it's all, all a positive thing, isn't it? If you get lost in the world and you start thinking about I think about it in work. I hope my, if my boss is watching this, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but my, in my mind, there are just dice rolling and 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 owls and and badges and <laughs> and various elf sorcerers and all sorts of things going on. Um, and you know, I even got myself a dodo ring. Look at that little owl dude there. Oh, so, th uh, for those listening, it's uh, a ring with bright blue. Uh, eyes in the shape of an owl that uh, Dodo, my character, has. Um, Tony, yeah, just before we move on from, from Homebrew Havoc then, I mean, was there an inspiration for Cadis at all? Is this based on someone you know, perhaps? Or um, or maybe even you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, no, luckily, she's not based on anybody that I know. Um, or at least if she was, I wouldn't say, because that would be probably quite an insult. Um, just, <laughs> um, no, I, I don't know. I think I just I wanted to play um, with the characters that I've played so far. I always like to have a bit of fun with them, definitely. Um, and like with Cadis, Cadis is so much fun to play. Um, like in the past, I've played a barbarian dragonborn who doesn't really like violence. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was that was a that was a fun one. Um, then I've played a really... This one was really outside the box, this one. I played a rogue tiefling. Yeah. Wow. So that's that's original. Um, right. Yeah. Um, and, like... So, so that was that was my character that was in the Roll the Damn Dice that you uh, watched. Mm -hmm. uh, and, like, she was fun. I really liked her. And I do really like that character. I absolutely love that character. But she's quite tragic. So she was quite a tragic character. Um in a way like fun but like just sort of circumstance wise um so i was like i kind of want to play someone who's got money i want i want to play someone rich who doesn't really care about anything so i was like cadis sounds fun and i thought you know what would be also really fun if she's absolutely jacked and an elf <laughs> um so yeah that's kind of what i wanted to do i also wanted to play spellcaster which is why she's a sorcerer yeah um, Love Cadis, absolutely awesome. Uh, moving on from from Homebrew Havoc, then, um, and and well, your role playing with Roll the Damn Dice as well, which which is great, and I strongly recommend anyone listening yeah. or watching to check out Roll the Damn Dice as well. Um, your business then with Surefire Designs, I mean, using TTRPGs to start a business. How did it come about in the first place? um in terms of setting it up and and why yeah why did you go down down that route with it well surefire design's actually been around longer than me playing D, &D. Mm. so it wasn't initially 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, so um, I started that actually. It's kind of just like a lockdown project almost. It was like, oh, I quite mm. like, like, I like drawing. I like creating art. Oh, maybe I can make a little bit of money from it. Maybe someone will be interested. So the original, the first sort of thing I did on there was like drawing like dogs and like really like simplified kind of style dogs and stuff and putting those on mugs and badges and I thought people like dogs maybe I'll get a bit of money and people seemed interested there was a couple of purchases nothing major most of it was from um like my mom um um and like friends and it wasn't it wasn't it kind of was just like very much ticking ticking on by it wasn't really kind of doing anything much um and I kind of was like I just started getting into D&D more and I was like hey, this is a market and I enjoy doing it. And I think I could create some fun stuff. So I started off the first like D&D project that I had was my my like um, alignment badges, which mm-hmm. have, did have one on my desk somewhere, but it's an absolute mess. <laughs> um, I did have one. Oh, there it is. Sorry, nearly knocked water everywhere. That would have been good. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I got a lawful, uh, lawful neutral one here. That's so cool. So that was my first, the first project I did, and then I kind of just went from there and just started um, having a play. Then the second thing I did was the t-shirt, the flaming D twenty t-shirt. So the one you've gone, that was like the next thing I did, and then I don't know, it just kind of went from there. And then I seemed to, I think I seemed to get more invested in it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore I was kind of pushing it more and it seemed to that seemed to kind of like you know that got more traction on like say Instagram and Twitter and so on and I've kind of been making more sales and you know it's not like I'm not making loads from it like don't get me wrong but I really enjoy doing it and I'm making more money than I was kind of expecting when I first sort of started doing it all so it was like you know that's awesome do you have like a a goal for it at all or is it kind of like um it, I mean, is there a place you want it to end up? Are you, are you uh, hoping to have like a global brand of, of D&D or TTRPG clothing and trinkets and all that good stuff? That would be amazing. Um, I don't really know, to be honest. I think I'd definitely like to um, become more like well-known for stuff. And I'd like, you know, it'd be, it'd be cool to like see... I don't know, I guess, I don't really know. It'd be fun to, like, sort of collab with people. That would be really fun. Mm. Um, you know, uh, maybe start doing, like, stalls at, like, cons or, or just yeah. markets. And stuff. Um, although I feel like I feel like it'll probably have to be more like cons rather than, say, just your average Christmas market. Because I feel like that's not the demographic for, like, TTRPG mugs and badges and stuff. Um but yeah, something like that would be really fun. Um, I would love to do something like that. Yeah. Uh, I think you might be surprised. I mean, like, I don't know. My, my nan might turn up with chaotic <laughs> evil, a badge or something. And she'd be like, oh, I got this. Got this. this sums me up. Not even knowing it was anything to do with TTRPGs or anything. So, but that's, that's really cool. I mean, I, I was going to ask you, actually, if you do, like, sell stuff at cons and, uh, and events and things like that. That's not something you've you've done before. Then. um it's not no um no the we i haven't done anything like that in mm. like in in person kind of sales or anything but I, I would love to do that i think it'd be fun as well because it's also a nice way of 
um like connecting with the people who buy stuff like obviously yeah. i buy i when people buy stuff from my etsy i love it and it's brilliant and it's great and i'm very happy when i do get orders come through but it's kind of unless there's somebody who i know it's a general rule i'm never going to see that person never going to meet them yeah. they probably won't tag on instagram so i don't really kind of get that you know that, that kind of thing like which is fine i had no one has any obligation to do that at all um um so then when you're at cons you kind of get that personal experience you can talk to people you can speak to them they you know and i feel like then you're kind of building up an actual connection with people yeah. I mean, uh, while they're giving you all their money as well <laughs> of course and that's that that's always good i mean it's 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 ttrpgs anyway i mean it's like a, a strong community vibe around it you know and um if you're going to make, get success in whatever you're doing, be it creating cam campaigns or creating merch or whatever, or actual plays or whatever it may be, um, you gotta gotta get to know people and uh, you know form relationships with the people that are engaging with your work. And um, yeah, I, I think I think you'll see quite a bit of success from it, definitely, because I love all your designs; they're really really cool. Um, and um just just while it's fresh then what was it it was um surefire designs on what platforms uh all of them um yeah so twitter instagram facebook etsy yeah um oh yeah no i am on tiktok as well but i kind of don't really use tiktok that much i kind of forget about it i forget that, that um i am on there if you want to go if you want to go give me a follow that that's that's a good <laughs> and it's it's mainly so i mean do you sell you, you only sell through through social media uh, is that where you do most of your marketing for it or uh, um, you know, is there any other platforms you use other than socials so I, uh yeah I've, that's pretty much it i i kind of i want to do look have a look, little look more into things i've got um there's a board game cafe in telford which is actually where i'm originally from um Bigger which Telford. I didn't realise. I didn't realise there was a board game cafe in Telford until I moved away from Telford, um, which is really ironic. Um, but they were looking for some art pieces, so I've got I either have or will do have an art piece there in their shop, which will be cute. Um, so that's kind of I guess a bit of marketing there because they were like, when you send the piece, make sure you've got your like tags on it. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, but no, I'm, I'm. It's pretty much socials. But like, the more I'm kind of hoping to try and do some more kind of in person stuff. Yeah. Um, there's a board game cafe uh, here in Cheltenham as well. So yeah, I'm hoping to kind of talk. Why does everyone have board game cafes except for me. I can't find any near me. Like, I'm thinking of starting my own just to find one. Do it. Do it. Shout outs to Chance Encounters in Cardiff. Love it. Such a good place. Love it. Um... Shout out to Awesome Bites. Tony, if I may, if um, do you have any advice for someone who wants to follow in your footsteps and place their own merch and open a shop on Etsy selling anything, let alone TTRPG stuff? Is there anything um, you wish you'd known at the start that you know now and probably could have saved you a fair bit of time? I, I, I I'm not really sure. But uh, that's a really good question. Um, I would say 
if you're going to do it, make sure that you've got a lot of... That's a bit... This is a bit of pressure, but, like, make sure you've got a fair amount of stuff on there, like, um, different listings, um, because the more variety, the more people are going to be interested. So that's that's something... Um, I know it's quite difficult, especially if you're going for something very niche, like if you're doing, like, say, TTRPG-inspired stuff, then that's kind of a bit more difficult. Um, also, just do it. If you're really, if you're thinking about doing it, I know this is probably the most cliche piece of advice <laughs> ever, um, but, like, if you're going to, if you fancy doing it and you think it's something that you'd be able to do and it's something you'd enjoy and it's just something you go, oh, I'm just thinking about it, but I'm not really sure, just do it. The, the only thing you'll lose is, like, 20p in from etsy uh, listing fees um but you know it's it's if it's something you want to do just do it go for it um you don't even need to do it on etsy there's so many other like um places that do the same thing you can sell stuff on ko-fi um shopify tmail redbubble all of that stuff like you can just i don't know have a shop about um but yeah just just go for it because it it can't hurt and you might make a bit of money from it if you don't, then you've you've at least given it a go and maybe just, mm. I don't know. But chances are you will make some money because people like things. They do um, like things. I like things. Paul likes things. Yeah, I love I like things. things. I like more things than I can afford. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, so do I. I mean, long may it continue to grow and, um, you know, I hope you get a lot of success from it and uh, you deserve it. Um, with a, a difficult question now, and sorry, um, we only do terrible questions on this show. Um, is I recently spoke um, to Andy Lost Haven uh, on Twitter, who's a quite well-known member of the TTRPG community and artist, digital artist, who sells on Redbubble and other platforms. He um, had someone who I found when I was looking at their designs, someone who actually took their designs and plagiarized it and started selling things on there. Now, have you had an experience like that? Not yet. I thought you were going to accuse Tony of doing it. <laughs> I really was concerned about where that question was going. Like, I heard from Lost Haven that you stole his design. Just to confirm, that is not what I'm saying. All of Tony's designs are original and created by Tony's Shorefire Designs. This is completely separate. I just um, want to know if this is something that you've seen in, in um, your space. I personally haven't had anything like that, as far as I'm aware, anyway. Um... And I'm hoping that I won't have to because that, but you know, it, it it's something that kind of does make me a little bit nervous, mm. um, especially with doing stuff like that because it's such a. I know that it's such a kind of it's quite common, unfortunately, for a lot of artists um, that they just have their stuff kind of like stolen and yeah. plagiarized and stuff. Um, Do you know of like protections? That are available for it i mean if anyone because there's, there's there's a lot of great artists um you know ailey as well who plays in homebrew yeah. havoc with us is a fantastic artist as oh, well man. and you know to think that someone was take just taking their art or their designs for products such as yours 
when you know you've put in all the effort for it and you've got the talent and you're the one with the brains to to create such great stuff um i'd hate hate to think that you know it's so common as 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 you described yeah. as it is do, do you know of like any protections for it at all is there anything people can do anything that you're aware of or anything that you know he might want to pass on to other people who may have experienced something like that do you know anything um i always i never post high def versions of my art if i post any of my art on twitter or instagram or anything i always make sure like when i go on photoshop and i export it i never i obviously export as p png to in order to create products from that mm-hmm. i'll always do the lowest possible quality jpeg version of that image and use that instead because you can't really tell anyway on social media if the yeah. quality is not bad but it's enough that if someone was to try and steal it and put on a t-shirt the quality would be really bad and they wouldn't be able to really use it that well um unless they put loads and loads of effort into it and, like trace it and all that stuff but like yeah um it's a lot easier the other thing i would say is if you're not the artist but you see an artist has posted um some art on twitter or wherever twitter mainly do not comment underneath saying oh i need this on a t-shirt oh i need this on whatever the product don't comment that because there are a ton of bots on twitter who will search for those comments take that art and then automatically shove it on a t-shirt um and they are bots as well because you can i've seen people try and like be like haha lol make the bots turn this shitty meme into a t-shirt or whatever and it and it works so like don't comment that please don't wow. just, just be like wow this is really cool i'd never um, thought of that that's really good advice like that's yeah. really really good and it's things like this and um i mean i like to think that i've got a fairly decent platform on, on there and speak to a lot of people on a variety of things and discord and stuff as well and i know paul does i mean to have Lost Haven come out and say that, I was a bit like, oh god. So, yeah, I'm go- I, I, things like that that I can pass on to people like that. That's that's really really useful. Um, so yeah, appreciate that, Tony. Thank you very much. That's really really good advice. Yeah. Um, yeah um, on social media, still then, um, I saw it wasn't that long ago. Someone left a comment on one of your posts. And use it was something along the lines of, and I can't quote it directly, but it was, um, I don't like to see the lifestyleification of D and D, or this is an example of, of uh, referring to your wonderful designs, by the way, that yeah, as the lifestyleification of of D and D. First of all, what the hell does that mean? Uh, what were they on about? Second of all, this person, as as Paul has informed me, uh, has been subsequently banned from Twitter by the looks of things. Yeah. And uh, I mean, if you, I don't know what to, I don't really I just know what for Cal's questions. I don't really know what question I'm asking. Yeah. I just want your view on that. Like, what the hell was? Why? Why? Just why? My question is why. Um. So, yeah, it was... So I, I just created these stickers from a design that I'd done a while ago. The TTRPG. Mm. Um, there was another one as well, Pumpkin pumpkin Dice Latte, which I have so- I sold out today, but I will 
restock those um asap but yeah so this one is my my diced tea sticker i posted those and because i was really proud of them i thought they looked really cute um and i got a lot of love and a lot of support mm. from them from that which was really cool but one 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 fella um this no profile picture name bunch of numbers handle um quote tweet this um post and just say something like oh these are really no it was something really really passive aggressive wasn't it it was like aggressive um oh he's got it (laughs) oh he's got it he's got the he's got the tea because i know because when your account gets suspended all your tweets get deleted as well so i can't find the actual tweet but what I can find is someone responding to that tweet, and they implied that the tweet, the quote retweet was, um, I'm getting really sick of people um, allowing their li- lifestyleification of TTRPG. Uh, what is. How do you feel about the fact that you are lifestyleificationing? <laughs> Whatever that means. Oh, I've got it. I've got the tweet. I found it because I screenshotted no it. No way! Oh, so it says- it said, right, so uh, don't Microsoft... Say don't say who's from. We're probably not allowed to say who it's from. <laughs> okay, well, it's from an account. And <laughs> so, yeah, like I say, name, bunch of numbers. Um, cute product, and I hope you do well, but I'm just going to be over here hating you for contributing to the lifestyleification of tabletop, um, which I don't know what that means, but what I'm assuming is that I created a product that is to do with D&D and um, this person is hating on me because I'm enjoying things and making money off it by the way um, but yeah like he I don't, he or they she well probably he like not to not to stereotype but um, it, it um, I think there's a lot of people who uh, I think we all all know of this this D and D demographic, which are people who like D and D but don't enjoy other people enjoying D and D in a way that's not the exact same way of them enjoying D and D. So, for example, the people who are like, "Oh, battle wheelchairs in D and D. Oh, now you're just no. politicizing everything." It's like, no, we're just making it so other these this group of people can enjoy it and play it and yeah. also feel like, you know. Sorry for making it accessible to everyone, and <laughs> it's, like, it's just crazy, yeah. you know. Like, if you don't want to play with battle wheelchairs on your at your table, then you go for it, mate. That's fine. But, like, I don't care what you really think because I'm having a good time. And also, that ended up being the most popular tweet I've ever tweeted in my entire life. Um, so thanks for contributing to the engagement of my shop, bro. He has, he has actually uh, contributed to the lifestyleification of D&D just by posting that whatever I mean, yeah. it, it could mean a variety of things i think i think you're the way you've described i'm air quoting now lifestyleification i think that's probably what they mean which is sad you know yeah. it's it's at the end of the day if someone's enjoying something don't or, or wanting to make a business out of whatever i'll just let people do what they want for god's sake man Go i away. think it sounded like it came from the fact that i was attributing 
D&D to hot beverages or iced beverages in some cases. And apparently those two things have nothing to do with each other and I'm just forcing yeah. it. And I'm like, yes, because no one's ever drank it in a game of D&D before, have they? No. D&D no. and snacks? I don't think so, buddy. That was the um, final straw for them. That was it. Yeah. That was, that I, was the line. You crossed the line there, Tony. I did. And I just want to make a public apology to everybody <laughs> in the RPG space that I, I I, I, don't actually know, but I'm going to apologise for it anyway. Um, <laughs> as far as online apologies to where community goes, I think so. Yeah. I don't know what I'm apologising for, but I am sorry. Isn't where we should end? Like, you have no need to Although... I, also think, I also think as far as apolo online apologies go, I think that was the most sincere I've heard in a while. Yeah, that's very, um, that's very true. Yeah, that's I mean, I something I did. I didn't apologise that you felt a certain way about the thing <laughs> I did. Sorry, my mind is... Go on, Paul, sorry. I just forgot, and I'm sorry for those listening to this without viewing it, because we keep referencing things that me and Callum can see and you can't. Tony, your earrings are amazing. Thank you. Um, they are like, for those of you listening, they are like long dangly earrings and they have like a little silver moon, like crescent moon on them. And then dangling from the top of this moon is like a little, it's a D, either 10 or 100, one of them, that sort of shape. Oh. Um, How dare you wear Dyson moons together? How, I, oh, that's the lunification of, uh, of D&D. Um, I got them from where did I get them from? Uh, well, I didn't actually get them at all. Uh, that was it. I didn't get them. My mom got them for me from a company called uh Chaos Curios, uh, really ooh, nice. based in Scotland. Really, um, mm. if they do like uh necklaces or something like that, I'm gonna, I, I'd like to get like a, a new DD necklace. Um, Sorry, random Twitter user um, who got banned, but I'm getting, I'm getting that. I'm ch so check them out. Those those earrings are quite something. They're, they're awesome. How, how far does it go, like the, the, the lifestyleification thing? Because it's like, it, would that mean selling dice, like different types of dice, is lifestyleification? Because I'm assuming this person must have whittled it from a log, his first set of dice or something, because. <laughs> That's the pure way of doing it, or something like. Or, yeah, yeah. It's or, not D and D unless you whittle it from an oak. Or they just think of dice and then roll them in the head, and they're like, "Oh, look, I got a nat twenty. Yeah. You've had nine, five nat twenties in a <laughs> row. What are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. It's just totally. It's like it, I can't help it. It's just really random in my head. That's all it is. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, sorry, it's, uh, it's already gone about. It. It's just boggled my mind. Like it's brought. <laughs> I don't know. I just think I always think like the, the community is so, is so, from what I see, is ninety nine percent inclusive and kind, and everyone boosts each other, and everyone's there's so many like talented people who don't deserve the shit like that comment you got, you know? Um, yeah, there, there's so many more supportive people out there than that. Yeah, it's it's a shame that there are a few people like online, most of whom don't stay for long and they seem to kind of get blacklisted, I guess, for want of a better word, um, off of like Twitter and all that within those spaces, like relatively quickly. Like, I know there was so much shit that went down recently. Um, 
say kind of to show you that when you within this kind of group even though you do have the bad people I and mean, you'll have the bad people in any group ever like that's just natural but um we seem to kind of get rid of them quite quickly or we like can get we can we i feel like there's people on there who's not who aren't afraid to call out people for stuff that they shouldn't be doing or just like you know uh, being bad and not nice and stuff like you know, that that was a horrific way of of of, of <laughs> but like you know those the list of people who are willing to call out bad behavior or bad actors or whatever you want to refer to them as is getting larger i know yeah. now i'm more confident about calling it out and i've said it on my discord my profile everywhere if i see it i will name and shame you and i'm not going to say sorry and i don't care how big you are because at this stage in 2022, we kind of have to be because you can't allow old style thoughts or you know, outdated ideas to still exist. Now, we can't gatekeep any community, let alone one that is built on the idea of escapism and has quite frankly saved a lot of people's mental health like TTRPGs. Uh, I know Callum will definitely agree with me here. Without TTRPGs the last year, I don't know what I would have done because it has allowed me to enter a world that is so wonderful and welcoming. And I don't just mean my own world that I've created, but other worlds as well and meet people that I never would have met without TTRPG. I never would have created that friendship with. And if someone is daring to jeopardize that universe, that community, uh, they should be kicked. They should be blacklisted, and we should not feel bad about doing it. Yeah, and not just not just that, the people's businesses as well. You know, like to like Tony and Shawfly Designs. You know, it's it. You know, people's income as well. Um, there's no room for bad eggs. Only good eggs are allowed in the TTRPG space. Um, but yeah, um, we'll be wrapping up very shortly um, as we've nearly run out of time sadly um but we are lucky enough to be able to play with you in what would be tomorrow evening i don't know when this is getting released but Ooh, yeah. uh, uh which is <laughs> yeah probably new yeah. yeah it's all very um i'm gonna have a massive like clum conglomerate can't say that word uh it's now a word yeah, that's Jeffrey going in of, of um of the ttrpg space um, <laughs> do it that's the idea. I'm going to have my penis rocket. Um... Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm just going to write down here, Tony's goals are penis rocket. I just have one question, and it's a selfish question before Cal does the farewells. What is your favourite part so far in Homebrew Havoc? Ooh. Um, well, I, I was actually going to mention this as well when you were saying about, like, kind of how um, inclusive, like, the spaces is and stuff. Is it what I really love about Homebrew Havoc as a whole is how literally the opposite of gatekeeping it is and like you've taken you've you've you know you've collaborated with endless amounts of people to create this like um pro product i guess yeah. um and like everybody's included everyone it feels like it's not kind of it feels like it's everybody's campaign even though there's like the five of us kind of playing yeah. we would it wouldn't just we wouldn't be kind of the campaign it was if it wasn't for 
so many other creators as well so you know abyssal brothers for you know um lost haven's done some work isn't um you know that so many people have like contributed and i really love that aspect of it, is it being a real massive community project um but in terms of of like um oh, i'm sure i think in terms of kind of you know actual stuff that's happened within the campaign is uh i love 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 that i managed to roll like a 19 on a constitution save when we were drinking because i feel like it would have been so out of character for me to be such a lightweight so i was really happy with that dice roll um um didn't you get covered in blue well it was blue vomit from a badger i did get covered in blue vomit but yeah like you say luckily it wasn't my blue vomit it was it was hawthorne's blue vomit the you know the priest the priest who's who's with us who's meant to be the the moral the moral compass to the group who's an absolute animal um literally and metaphorically yes um, (laughs) i absolutely shiv is so great as as hawthorne i absolutely love it um but yeah no, I'm really excited to keep on playing though, and just I'm really excited to the relationships between the characters as well, and like how that's going. I think that's really, really that's always a fun thing to explore in D and D is just like kind of the characters. Especially if it's are. your first long-term campaign as well, yeah. which I did not realise. Um, so, and, and you know what, a genuine privilege to um, be playing alongside you in your first uh, campaign. Before we go, then, um, is there anyone you want to shout out? Uh, but you are right on the spot. Um, I'll, I'm going to shout out Roll the Damn Dice again. Um, Absolutely. Those guys, they are brilliant. They're amazing. And not just because they're like my friends who I've known for a while, but um, yeah, they're really, really great group of role players. And the, that story is coming along really nicely. Um, yeah, go go check go check them out. Uh, Roll the Damn Dice on Spotify, YouTube, Twitch. Although that might have changed, I think that's the. I think roll the damn dice. Type that in, and you'll find them. <laughs> find Google us. Google it. Google um, it. Yeah, Google it. Google it. That you'll come up. Um, yeah, I think that's. Da, 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 da. Uh, go follow um, Port uh, Ampersand D Twenty. D and D. Yeah. On various platforms and Illyria Payne and Io Shiv as well. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, and I'm Surefire Designs. You can find me everywhere as Surefire Designs. Exactly. Next question was, where just short, Surefire Designs, search that on a variety of platforms, as previously mentioned. Even um, Pinterest's on there as well, and I don't use yeah. Pinterest. You can find me on Pinterest, <laughs> even though I won't be active. Just, just because, that's... Uh, sorry for interrupting. Just because I would feel bad if we didn't do it properly. So Roll the Damn Dice is not Roll the Damn Dice pretty much anywhere, to be honest. So no. YouTube, they're RTDD on that podcast, they're Roll the Damn Dice. And on Twitter, they are Damn underscore Dice. Because if you search Roll the Damn Dice on Twitter, you get somebody else. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we, I forgot we changed we changed YouTube because it turns out Damn is a swear yeah. in some countries. So we're like, wait a second, that might be hindering us somewhat. So, yes. <laughs> RTDD on YouTube, and actually, I think it's RTD Dice on Twitch now as well. Ah, That's changed too. So this is all that is all very useful information. This and 
Right, this has all happened in the past like two days, so I'm kind of like, yeah, oh, no, that's um, cool. They all will be linked in the description below. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, cheers, Paul. What a producer, eh? Look at that, straight on it. We have got, we have got a link tree, so that'll probably be easier. I would give Paul the link, the link tree um, to make life easier for everybody. Cool, right, and um, yeah, I guess. I guess that's uh, that's the end of the interview, I guess. So I'm just going to say thank you to everyone uh, listening and or watching this. Um, huge thanks to Tony. Um, love playing with Tony and Homebrew Havoc and love all their work. They do surefire designs, etc. with Roll the Damn Dice as well. Big shout out to them. Um, yes, it's a goodbye from Paul. If you would like to say a few words, sign off. Absolutely. Uh, yes, I've been Paul, aka Ampersand. You can find me pretty much every Thursday evening um, at Ampersand D20 on Twitch, where we do indeed play Homebrew Havoc, which you may have heard about during this interview. And we are starting, um, who knows what session we'll be on by the time this goes out, but we are starting next Tuesday for me a brand new show of um, Blades in the Dark by CC. So come check us out for that. Awesome. Muri, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Season three, effectively, but it's in another universe and slightly different. Never played it that, before. Excited. That's so cool. I'll definitely check that out. And yes, I have been Cal of Cal's Questions at Seely D and D. If you want to find me on Twitter, um, this was in association with Ampersand Productions. Thanks to Paul. Thanks to Tony. And we'll see you next time. See ya. Thank you.